We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Cinco de Fivo with Evan and Tiki on The Fan. All right, happy January 2nd, everybody. Cinco de Fivo is brought to you by Helix Wireless, connecting everything everywhere, and by Wendy's. Try the new pretzel baconator today, and it ties right in. Wendy's does. The five worst places to be after New Year's Day. All right? Hmm. Here we go. Number five. An Italian restaurant. What? I have seen enough red sauce, <laughs> fish, pasta, chicken parmesan, the entire week of holidays. I am good on Italian food until at least February at this rate. By the way, there's an obvious number one, and I'm curious if he has enough experience <laughs> to say it. Go ahead. Okay. Number four. Evan's minivan. <laughs> Six humans and a dog have spent the combined 36 hours in that thing over the last week. Oh, how was the pup? I, and also, more importantly, did you Febreze it yet? All right. Yeah, we will. We haven't gotten the chance to yet. That's a lot of humans how, how was sleeping and snoring. The, the, the journey was amazing, and what made the journey of driving from New York to Florida and Florida to New York amazing is we drove in the overnight hours. Mm-hmm. And when driving through the overnight hours, not only do you get to hear great talents like Alvin Cintron on WFAN, but you hit no traffic, yeah. and everybody's sleeping. It's beautiful. But you're right. Minivan's a mess. It's disgusting. Number three. Your home. And I'm saying this about anybody. Is everybody else tired of these people yet that you live with? <laughs> I, I, I look around. I love my kids, my wife. and I'm, I, I did a little research. Everybody else. I couldn't wait to get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Come on. I understand. Number two. A gym. You know, if you're somebody like me, it takes a lot of pride in working out. This is actually a good week to take off of the gym. Yeah, all the resolutioners are showing up. And they only last the first week, Tiki. Yeah. You know, that's why I just run. Of course. No, you're right. This is your week off if you're a diehard gym person because it's packed with Just uh, Just go run outside. Yeah. Number one. All right. And the number one worst place to be after New Year's. And I'm eyeing Tiki up and down. And I don't know how this doesn't apply to him. A scale. Because <laughs> of the weekend, Come, yeah. I I don't know. I I guess you weren't like me and the rest of society, Tiki, where I had a six cookie a day diet well, for the last ten that. days. It's not even the cookies or the food; it's the alcohol. That's right. The alcohol is what kills you. Yeah, I am afraid to get on a scale. I am not getting on a scale again till the Super Bowl. But mm. this is a disgrace. Yeah, he left out. I the still I still worked. One. I'm sure you're you're yeah. an Adonis. You don't I'm care. Not, no, no, right. because I was working. I did games and stuff. So That's I, true. And every time I'm on the road, I go for a run. Yeah, but even when you go on vacation, I'm sure you sit yeah, there eating all healthy. There's a yeah. difference between we athletes. Went to Disney and... last year. I went on a run. I'll get that. <laughs> I I don't say this from experience, but uh, strange bed the next morning. Yeah, you don't want that. 
<laughs> well, I, this is more about January 2nd. I, I can understand. Oh. I can understand after New Year's Eve. If, <laughs> if you're in a strange bed on January 2nd, I think you've taken it a little too far. You have a 24 hour sex yeah. romp. No, I guess if you were at the have, Sugar Bowl, maybe. Yeah. All right. That's Cinco Day 5. Oh, good to be back today and every day. 5 o'clock Eastern on Thank MBT. you, Sean. We appreciate that. Yeah, I think the biggest lesson Steve Cohen needs to take out of what happened in this offseason, because let's face it, the Met offseason right now is going to be disappointing. For a lot of Met fans, like they will add another starter, they will yeah. add a bullpen arm. Yeah, but I think they'll add a bat. You want me to give you a prediction? Yeah, it's not. Like, I mean, I'm just like I, I think, looking at this over the over the break. There's just not a lot of left. No, no, there's not a lot of great stuff left. But they're going to add a starting pitcher. It's just not going to be a top level guy. Now, would yeah. I sign Jordan Montgomery? I would because I think you need some guys in your rotation going into next year. Right now, you only have one guy who is a guarantee to be in your rotation in 2025, and that's Kodai Senga. Yep. So short term deals are great. But you don't want to have an entire rotation based of it. Point is, the Mets are going to have, no matter what, even if they trade for Kenley Jansen or sign J.D. Martinez, a lot of Mets fans are going to look at this offseason and say major disappointment. That's going to be the feeling amongst Mets fans going into next year. But the lesson needs to be, for now, for the next couple of years, if Steve Cohen wants to buy a big free agent, you better come to that table with, like, a semi-automatic. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to... You can't just be the top bidder. You need to be the clear top bidder because that's where we are as a franchise. And that's why when Juan Soto's a free agent next year, yeah, it's going to be the apple of my eye. When Corbin Burns is a free agent, yeah, that's going to be the other apple of my eye. I'm telling you right now, if you want those guys, you can't outbid everyone by a few million dollars and even give the Yankees or the Dodgers or whatever other big market team you want to come up with a chance to well, match. Because right now those teams are ahead of you. But I think, so what I was saying before about about Yamamoto using the Mets, I mean, not, not in the traditional sense, but it just felt kind of like he always wanted to go to the Dodgers. He wanted to be teammates with Otani. It felt like they planned this thing out for a year plus going back to the World Baseball Classic and and when they were teammates and we saw the, the videos post him signing with L.A. of how excited he was jumping into Otani's arms and all this. Basically, Tiki right. saying this is KD and Kyrie right. at the All-Star game right. plotting their right. I'm, I'm barely joking here, but that's what it felt like <laughs> yeah. after we knew that it had happened, right? And so if you're Steve Cohen, the last thing you want to be known as is the guy who got used. Who cares? By Yamamoto. Who cares? I, I don't I, get that. I've heard well, people say that. Why does that matter? Because you came when you bought the Mets, when, when Steve Cohen bought the Mets, we still remember this. Everybody hated other owners. Mm-hmm. They all hated him. They all, oh, this guy's just going to buy everything. He's going he's gonna to end up being the, uh, the guy who buys all of our top free yeah. agents. How does that work out, by we'll the way? He'll never sign anyone. That was the narrative around all of the other owners. But what actually happened is that the other owners were like, "Oh crap, we got to start spending some money. We got to, we got to, we got to, we have to buy. We have to open our wallets. We're billionaires. We make a ton of money on this game. Nobody knows it because the owners' books are not open. We don't see that. Mm. It's not like football. It's not like basketball. We have no idea." We are going to spend money. It's why you saw the Texas Rangers do it. Uh, we saw the San Diego Padres do it. Now, obviously, they did it irresponsibly and had to take out a big loan, but whatever. There's ways that you can get around it. The Dodgers have always done it. So what happens is Steve Cohen didn't become the evil right overspender. He actually became the catalyst to make other teams spin, which is great for baseball players. And so... Now what's going to happen is that teams are going to look at the Rangers and look at probably not the Dodgers at this point because they know if you go 
get an offer from the Dodgers. They're actually just going to give it to you. But they're going to go look at these teams and say, make me an offer. I'm going to go to the team that I want to because everybody spins now. It's not just one. Everybody spins Yeah, but, but Tiki, being used to bring up the price to get to the team you want to go to is not a negative to the Mets. Like, it's think not, about it. It's not, okay, so they drove up Yamamoto's well, price. Who not, cares? Yeah, but he's not a Met. I under, but and isn't so that, that And now it, you're stuck. Yeah, but Tiki, isn't that better than not bidding at all, saying, ah, we're just going to be used, who cares, I'll let his price stay down? Well, well, why does it matter? Make your competition spend more. Because maybe next year you're going to be competing with the Dodgers for somebody else. <laughs> we all assume, well, they won't go after Juan Soto next year. Why the hell not? Like, why not? Why do we okay, assume they're okay. done? Do you think that the Dodgers are going after Juan Soto next uh, year? Probably not, but I wouldn't. I can't say definitively no. They're well, such a mega market team. Well, given the billion dollars that they spent, and and it's really only, what, 32, 34? Because Otani only point. counts for so, a million dollars but or two million to get the I don't care that Steve Cohen was used. Like, that doesn't bother me. My point is, if you want to be more than just the guy being used— Make the highest bid no, no, by no, a no, lot. No, no, no. So you're 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 missing my point here. So my point is is that players now know, and it's not just Steve Cohen. It's all of these teams. They can choose where they want to go. It's not going to be about money. It's going to be about who's going to. Where do I want to be? I want to be in L.A. Oh, I want to be in Texas. I want to be in. I don't know. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. New York, wherever it is they want to be. Right. They can they can decide where they want to be and then use other teams to get them the number that they want when they go these other places. Because other this is the Steve Cohen effect. It's not that he's going to buy everybody. It's that he's forced other owners to also spend a ton of money. And I think that's great for the players, but like this this rat race, this this... I don't know, this um, hot stove craziness that we fall into, it's forever changed. It's never going to be the same because I feel like players can get where they want to be and get the number they want to be wherever they want. It's not the same anymore where it's the highest bidder. And you keep saying that. you got to be the highest bidder. You gotta, I don't think that matters anymore. I think it does when you're the highest bidder by enough. Yeah, where but- I disagree with you is if the Mets had listened to me, and I'm not saying they should have, but I said on the air to you two weeks ago, 12 years, 400. I was specific with the offer. Yeah. 
if the Mets had made that offer, do you really think that Yamamoto would be a Dodger right now? I do, honestly. See, I don't know. Because if the Dodgers said, look, we love you, bro, 12-3-35 is as far as we're going. I think there's a better chance than not that Yamamoto would have said, you know what? Mm. I got to take the money. I'm just, I'm reading the remnants of the teacup. Not looking at the leaves floating okay. in the water. I'm just looking at the remnants of the teacup. It looks like he was going to LA the whole time. Okay. Juan Soto likes being in the Bronx. He likes it. But New York's New York, right? You don't even have to move if you sign with the mm-hmm. Mets. And the Yankees draw their line in the sand and they say 12 years, 500. We're not going any further. And the Mets say, you know what? This is the guy. This is the guy. 12 years, 600. And the Yankees say, sorry, we're settled at whatever number I just said, 525, 510. Mm-hmm. What do you think Juan Soto does? You think he's a Met? Depends on if he wants to go to the Mets. And that, that's going to depend on whether or not the Mets have a piece of $80 million dollars will have a lot to do to change one's mind. Yeah, The Mets have I to guess. grossly overpay. I'm just saying the truth. And for this owner, who is a big market owner, and I appreciate what he's done. But for him to be the caricature we I, wanted, you're good, and he, I think he knows this. But I know he's but, gonna have to not mess but, around. But forget the caricature because it's not real. It, it every, can be if you make that kind of offer. But everybody's spending money. Everybody. I get it, but it just needs to be more. I, I, I acknowledge a lot of people are spending money. I get it. That's why you. Until you have proven this franchise is different and they're a consistent winner. Because I actually, on the ride home from Florida, I listen to many, many things. Mm-hmm. You know what I genuinely listen to? What's His that? press conference. I did. I heard Yamamoto's press conference. And it takes a long time because obviously everything's translated. translated yeah. He actually began the press conference, no translator saying, you know, I'm happy to be in Los Angeles. Let's go Dodgers. Like, really good stuff. Right. They kiss the ass of the fans. It was wonderful. And I thought he came across fine. I got nothing personal against this guy. He's a media whore. That's okay. A lot of people are media whores. There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. I listened to him. I listened to what he had to say. And? He went to a playoff game at Dodger Stadium a few years ago. Ooh. He also went to a playoff game at the Oakland Coliseum. Doesn't mean he was going there. Yeah. He sounded like a guy who said, I wanted to win. And I believe that. That's why until you're a winner, which the Mets are not, mm-hmm. the only way you're going to appeal to people is to outbid the winners or because, by a lot. Because everybody's spending money, you got to become a winner. Well, yes, <laughs> and but that's the, not, hard, that's the harder well, thing. But, Teague, if that was the case, I would just say, go win a bunch of games. You'll start getting, they're not there yet, and they may not be there in 2024 with the expectations. So until you are a consistent winner, until you're the Dodgers. Dude, the Dodgers haven't well, always been consistent winners. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's not act like the Dodgers have been some freaking dynasty. Yeah, but they're they always around. That. But they're always hanging around. They're never, you never feel like they're out, like they're completely out of it. You know what the truth is? Late 90s, early to mid 2000s. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a different era. I, uh, but, it, but, but the Mets have to become that. They have to become the team that's a lock to make the playoffs every single season. And when we're having that conversation in seven years, mm-hmm. you're right. You won't have to grossly overpay. But for right now, and this is so damn important, Steve Cohen recognizes this. Otherwise, we're not getting anybody. I mean, let's have an honest conversation. Otherwise, stop talking about Juan Soto. You're not getting Juan Soto unless you outbid the Yankees by a lot. I have hope he still may do that, I'm though. saying you're not getting Juan Soto unless you're a winner. Disagree. And if you're not a winner, why would you overpay for Juan Soto? To become a winner. Uh, yeah, but I don't, know. That's, that's, I don't know if that works. I just don't know if that works. No. We are coming to you live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Absolutely nobody. We'll come back, get back to your calls at 877-337-6666. And the most concerning thing from the Jets 
over the last few weeks. Plus, a lot more of your football calls. Very busy Tuesday here on the Fan Evan and Tiki back together again. One thing we have not talked about, talked a lot of Giants, Steve Cohen, the New York Knicks trade, the crazy Lion Cowboy game. Haven't mentioned the Jets much. I will say this about my football team. There is something that's happening that is very, very deeply concerning, and it's not just losing to Joe Flacco and the defense getting exposed by him. It's not just collapsing against the commanders and then barely surviving. I'm seeing something over the last few weeks that is very, very concerning. I'm seeing quit in their eyes. Mm. Quit in their eyes. I love Sauce Gardner. If you asked me, Evan, who's your favorite Jet, I'd say Sauce Gardner. If you said, Evan, what jersey would you buy your kids right now, I'd say Sauce Gardner. What jersey would I buy myself? I love Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner made a business decision on Thursday night, and that's concerning. Mm -hmm. Does that mean he's going to suck next year? No. 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 But when a season gets played out and a season is bad, and this is a bad season, all time it's one of the worst seasons the Jets have ever had when you base expectations and results. But I am seeing quit from a lot of guys on this defense, and we could blame Robert Sala. We could blame Jeff Ulbrich. Maybe think, we could just blame the guys themselves. Yeah, I don't think it's on anybody. It's just, it's hard not to lay down the sword in these moments. It really is. Come on. Did you I, ever lay down the sword? No, but I mean, it was different for me because I wasn't ever, like the bad seasons we had, I mean, there was only really one that I remember. We were four, the Fossils last year. We were four and 12 that season, right? Four and 12 yeah. that year. I remember because we were four and four. I was like, ah, maybe we can figure out a way. we didn't win another game. And at the end, it was all injured. Like, and nobody was playing. And I, I'm one of the starters, and I'm on the field with all backups. It just got really hard. So it wasn't that I was laying on the sword. It just there was no chance. The Jets' defense, is that's not them. They're not banged up. It's not like you got the guy from the practice squad. No, they're giving up. And, and so it, it feels like once something gets out of hand, or not out of hand, but like it just gets – because it wasn't fully out. I guess it was, but whatever it was against the Browns. It, once it gets away from you, you're not motivated to try to fight back. Yeah. Especially like, when you think think and or know that your offense is not going to help when you. When the Jets were getting embarrassed by Joe Flacco on Thursday night, there's two trains of thought if you're a Jet fan or a Jet hater. One train of thought is, see, ha, 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 overrated defense. And I'm sure that's something Sean Morash said. Yeah. He'd be wrong. Because that's not what I saw. No, it's not. If you're not being honest about this team and you've watched them all season, you would say, no, this doesn't expose them as overrated. This exposes them as something worse. Quitters. <laughs> and if that's what you want to say, and, that, and trust me, that's worse. Would you agree as a former player? Yeah, That's is, worse. But, I mean. That's worse. And that's what they did. They're not bad. They're not overrated. They don't stink. Like, that's not true. But to me, that's They not, quit. But it's not an indicator of what future performance is going to look I'm not like. saying it is. I mean, you can judge them in the moment. Sure. They're going to be judged. People are going to say whatever they're going to say whatever, right now. That's fine. But I don't think that that's indicative of who this team is. You know what it is? And I've said this to my sons before, and Sean has said this to his daughters, and you've said this to your daughters and sons. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed. Are I'm you? disappointed. Yeah. I don't want to see my guys quit. Here's the thing, though. We all said this when the NFL extended the season by an extra week player safety, this, that, and the other thing. And I, 
I am not one for quitters, but I kind of give guys in week 17 and 18 now a little more pass than I would have used to. We are asking them a lot to put their bodies on the line. Do these guys really want to, you know, if a play is going to be 50-50 or something like that, end up in the training room the whole offseason? I'm not saying it's right, but I I understand it. If you're fighting for a job, meaning if I don't make this play, they're going to evaluate me as not likely to be on this team next year, then you go make the play. You're making excuses for them? I'm not. I'm just kind of just talking from a player standpoint. But if you're... I told you this story, right? In two, the same season, 2003, Jim Fossil basically gets fired in the middle of the season or whatever. It was five games, four games left. And he told us, look, I'm not, we made a decision. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to coach out the rest of the season. Wellington American comes into this into our meeting room, which he never did, never spoke to us. Uh, he, he was always around, but he wasn't like presenting to us like Jerry Jones potentially would. But he did say, look around you. Guy next to you, guy right to you, two of you aren't going to be here. Right. Right? In that scenario, I literally was sitting between Ike and Amani. And so I was like, Dad, I'm, we're fine. Right? But, <laughs> right. Like, t- two other groups of three of y'all are done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So with the Jets, for a lot of that defense, it's like me, Amani, and Ike. Like, they know they're not going anywhere. So it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters. Well, but- no, you're saying it doesn't matter. You and Sean both Ultimately, it doesn't matter. Okay, you're that, not going to get evaluated by ha- what's happening in these last. So you don't think it matters, Sean? Kind of don't. Interesting. I kinda, I, and look, and you know me, I'd be the first to crush him. Yeah, would you? Sauce Gardner is going to be great next year, whether he makes business decisions versus so the Browns. If that's how you feel, then in the heat of the moment, why'd you write? Did the '85 Bears ever give up 27 points and a half <laughs> to a quarterback half retired a month before the game? I'm just checking. Why are you trying to dunk on the Jet defense being overrated when you're admitting By the way, what I, I saw that. and you saw? Excuse I, me? I, wouldn't do, I would not do that because I've watched the Browns the last couple of weeks. They, what they're doing yeah. is ridiculous. Why I did that, Evan? Yeah, why? Because I'm laying there with a bowl of popcorn going, okay. I'm bored. Right. So you're just being a disingenuous hater. No, okay. well, no, 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 no. You're a troll. I'm being a troll. Okay, by the way, again, my rip of the Jet defense, I think it's worse. I'm saying they've quit. But to come to a conclusion like, see, they're overrated. Well, but the 85 Bears also wouldn't have quit either. I get, the 85 Bears also weren't completely incompetent in dealing with the offense that they were forced to deal with. The 85 Bears are 15-1, and one, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they never chance to quit. Look, I get it. DJ Reed made a stupid comment in August. A comment I didn't like. A comment when we came on the air, I said, right. I didn't like that he said that. But what's gone on with this Jet team... And again, maybe it's up to you. Maybe there are Jet fans out there who say, Evan, it's not a big deal. You're right, and so is Sean and Tiki. Yeah, they're quitting, but that's okay. It's all right that they're quitting. We want a better draft pick anyway. Yeah, think, they're going to be quit, fine. Quit, quit's too harsh of a oh, word. Oh, Tiki, duh, come on. Are they quitting? No. Put a word not, to it. What are they doing? They're not being as aggressive as we've seen them be. They're not trying as hard. Eh, not trying. It's just aggression. Why are you being a lawyer for them? But he Tiki's right, though. There is a difference between full-on quitting and because just not going 100 Because it's your job. You have to go do your job. But at some at some point, you also realize you got to protect your body. Right? you got to protect your future. And what's more important? You're defending this. I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying I understand it. I feel like I'm because, a loser in this debate. I, because, I'm the, the former player no, saying I, I get it. But, uh, but because I've quit. been there, dude. I know. I respect that. And, and, it, and it sucks. And there's almost nothing you can do about it. Right, it's but if it was in a better circumstance, you wouldn't be in the situation. They they are where they are. I get it. 
No, I'm, I get it. I am admitting that I can't win this argument if the former player is saying, <laughs> no, I get why they quit. Just get off their back. But it's, I wouldn't call it quitting. <laughs> okay, that's where we're going to have a disagreement. Right. Because when He's you, quitting. But when you call somebody a quitter, you're saying that they're they're laying down and not playing. Because they are playing. It's just that it's the decision is different. Right? It's 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 less worth it to risk the injury. Does that make sense? Right? In 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 a moment where you're fighting for the the AFC championship or the let's say the let's not let's not get that 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 inflated yet. Mm-hmm. You're you're fighting for the AFC East division. And it's me, Mono Imano, I don't know, whoever it is, Derek Henry and Sauce Gardner coming to meet at the five yard line and he's gotta make the tackle. He's laying every bit of his body into it. Promise you. Now, if it's week 17 and you're five and whatever, you're probably just kind of taking the shot. and You put your body into him, but you're not. It, it's just a different calculus, man. Wow. And, it, and it happens almost wow. Wow. subconsciously. I, I'm stunned. I'm just telling you. Dude. I don't know you as well as I thought. No, no. <laughs> I'm just telling you. No, I can't. I've been there. Yeah, but you've been there, but you never did that. No, because I wasn't in a position to do that. There had to have been a season. There was one season. 2005. No. No, 2004. 2004. 2004, we were good, man. Yeah, until they decided, you know what, screw it, let's go to the young kid. Right. And then where were you the final few weeks of the season? You got to remember, in 2004, that was Tom Coffin's first season. His first year. Everything was changed. The personality was changed. The... The timing, the, the so you the wouldn't do it because of the new coach, right? We, but you do well, it with a third year coach who stinks. Tom Coffin had he doesn't know me, he doesn't know me from a whole. I'm just a guy. I'm a good player, but he doesn't know me. Right, right. He doesn't know what I'm made of. Mm-hmm. Like I'm proving something to my coach that season. Yeah, but you know what you're saying to me. I by the way, totally get what you're saying on that end. Mm-hmm. But here's how I'm going to take it back now. So the Jet defensive players are comfortable. They're with their head coach, their buddy. They're friend. No. They're okay. Now, see, they don't need to prove anything. It. Now you're spinning. I'm not. Now, I, you're, now, you're, now you're spinning. Am I? What I'm This team still plays hard, but when it gets to a point where the game is out of hand, and it's it's and it was because this, this is what you're talking about. There was there was no chance of them winning this game, right? You you end up making decisions to protect your health because the future is more important than the present. That that's all I'm saying. I. Right, I'd have so, to go back. So, so, I'd have to so, go so, back and watch every play. But on the first two drives, when David Njoku couldn't be tackled on third and longs, and the game wasn't out of reach, well, maybe it was zero zero, and then seven seven after the Brees Hall touchdown. Maybe so on the first two possessions, maybe discounting David Njoku. Maybe I am. I'm just telling you how I felt watching the game. They looked like they quit. They looked like they gave up, and that's why Sunday nah, against the Patriots. I, did, I, didn't I expect that. the same thing. I didn't think that early. Okay, I didn't think that early. Huh? Huh? I understand. I'll watch it, but I don't. You're gonna no, don't don't do that. <laughs> as much as we may disagree, I'm gonna do you a favor. Do not go back and rewatch Jets Browns from a week ago. Watch the Rock segment on Raw last night where he interrupted Jinder Mahal and challenged Roman Reigns. Let's go to Artie in Brooklyn. Hey, Artie. Hey, Al. What's up? Hey, Al. They're not elite. Oh, come on. <laughs> look, look. You could say you could say that they quit against the Browns. But when you're up three touchdowns and you're ready there to win, what is your day, your excuse? What that the offense is now not going to score forty points? I mean, Brissett made them look silly. Yeah. Look, as look, you if just look at the team, and if you look 
at the third linebacker, okay, who just barely, I mean, I don't even know where they got him from. You get him, and you look at the free safety. He had three interceptions against Buffalo, and I had to shut up. That guy hasn't made a tackle since. Jordan Whitehead. That dude, Do you yeah, think, that Artie, dude, Artie, Artie, if, if that, the Jets yeah. were playing this Browns team, okay, so well, I'm yeah. going to walk you through the timeline here. So it's Joe Flacco, yeah. it's this Browns team, but they're playing six weeks ago. Do you think the Jet yeah. defense would have allowed the amount of yards and points they allowed on Thursday night? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, so, then you agree, agree, do, so then you agree that's with not me. Quitting. Look, that's not quitting. What is it then? It's just not playing with the same intensity. It's just oh not. Oh, my God. But what you're doing, and Tiki's doing the same thing. So you got the right guy on your side because I totally admit you played the game. You have a credibility on this. This is a tough battle for me to win. I'm going to be honest with you. I admit that going in. But you guys are like just changing words to describe the same thing. <laughs> Literally, you're just you're agreeing with me, but you're saying that Q word. We don't want to use that, yeah. so we're going to use different but words to describe as, it. I don't see it as quitting. I'm looking at this first catch that David and Joku had. Yeah, it's a check. It's third and fifteen. You are rewatching it. It was a check down. Yeah. I am rewatching. This is what I do. I respect. I want, it. I, I want to be factually accurate when I talk about things, as opposed to giving an uninformed opinion, like most people do, trying to remember remember what they saw eight days ago. So, David, it's third and fifteen. They're playing three deep, four under. Everybody's backing the hell up. David and Joku catches his pass, and C.J. Mosley is coming across. Sauce is like, dude, I'm, if I go into this guy, C.J. Mosley's going to undercut me. And so he pulls up because he thinks C.J. Mosley's going to make the tackle. Mm. And C.J. missed him on that And play. he missed him. Yeah. And so now all of a sudden Sauce is behind the play, and someone else falls in front of him, and he has to jump over him. So it looks like he's not giving the effort, but... I think he just assumed the tackle was going to be made. And you're right. This was early in the game. This was 0-0. That was the first drive of the game. And that was the play in the game. And I watched this one live at Disney World. I was all live for it Thursday night. We were all tired after Animal Kingdom. Sat home. Everybody's sleeping. And I'll tell you right now, I bet you Beningo said the same thing. That third and 15 conversion was the game. Mm. Like, literally, even after Brees Hall responds and the Jet offense shockingly scores a touchdown to tie it up at seven. Yeah. Like, that was the aim, especially on the next drive. They have another third and long, and Njoku did the same thing. Right. Go watch that play. Yeah. No, I am. It's not third. It's the second and 18. <laughs> second and 18. Are you sure? I think it was third and 12. Well, it was third and 12, but it was also a second and 18. They <laughs> checked it down to Njoku. Oh, okay. Third and 12, they did the same thing. Yeah, they turned the second and 18 to a third. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> By the way. Of all the days at Disney, that is the worst combo. You pick the worst park combined at the Jets-Browns. Animal Kingdom and the Jets-Browns, a bad Thursday. You are not an Animal Kingdom fan. No. Oh, by the way, I remember this play. This has nothing to do with anybody quitting at all. I remember this one. <laughs> like, I remember this one because it was man coverage. Yeah. And so C.J. Mosley has David Njoku. David Njoku was chipping because the pass rush for the Jets is so strong. He just stays in. He just chips and gets into his check down route. But most tight ends, you'll notice this. Evan Ingram's caught 100 passes this year, by the way, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Giant fans, where the hell was that? Right? Yeah. He was here. Right? You know why? Because he, he he's the check down. And what he does is if someone's covering him, he just goes. What are you doing tonight? What am I doing Yeah, tonight? like do you have plans tonight? Uh, are you going to watch the Nets game? <laughs> what, are you asking him on a not. date? No, Probably gonna, not. Here's what I want you to do for What's me. What's that? Since you love it anyway. Yes. I want you to watch every defensive play. Okay. Because I trust you. All right. Come back to me tomorrow. We'll do it right at 3 o'clock. All right. And you will tell me how many quick plays occurred on the Jet I defense. Will. I will do that. And Tiki, you can, yes. be warned, Rangers play the Hurricanes tonight. <laughs> Come on. Nets, Pelicans, Ranger, Hurricanes. St. John's is playing Butler. It's, it's a busy night. It's football season. I watch football tape. No, I respect that. 
Because you know what? <laughs> but I watch the but, tape and then I, tell me. But I remember that second one, that okay. third and twelve. CJ Mosley just got he got beat. Okay. I want to ask you and this. And he before. got beat bad because he he was he assumed that Joku was going the other way. Okay. And so he's leaning right. Joku comes back underneath him and he's just dead. How many quit plays do you need to see for you to say they quit? Mm. What's the number? I want to be fair about this so we don't edit it it's after not even, you get the it's, answer. It's more win. Oh, when? When. So you're okay with quitting in the fourth quarter when you're getting your ass kicked? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's saying. Okay. That's what you're saying. I mean, you know what the problem is? I don't think, and I'm I'm, I'm genuinely surprised that you're saying this, even though I, I get where you're coming from. I don't think quit plays are ever okay. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, what, what are you saying a quit play is? Where you stop trying. Where you make a business yeah, decision. I don't think you ever really stop trying. Like, the, that first play that, that you were alluding to with Sauce, mm-hmm. that wasn't him not trying. He's making a – he's trying to cite how C.J. Mosley is going to tackle David and Joku. And if he goes in aggressively, he could get hurt. Mm. Like, jet on jet crime here. Right. right? And so he pulls up, assuming C.J. Mosley's going to make the tackle. He doesn't. C.J. had a bad day, by the way. Yes, he did. Just, just, just to know. Well, you just described some of the big plays that he missed right. that led to the Browns getting off to that start. Right. David Njoku had a hundred and what thirty something yards 30, in the first half. Four yards. You know what's crazy? On the Thursday night pregame show, they did one of these stupid parlays. They said, "Okay, I'm going to take this over this." Over. They nailed the parlay in the first half of the game. Wow! It was Brees Hall over rushing yards. It was David and Joku receiving yards. Got it in the first quarter, and it was Joe Flacco passing yards. <laughs> I remember them. I usually don't pay attention to these stupid like, "Hey, here's a parlay right. from NFL Amazon TV," but I remembered it. And as I'm watching the game, I'm like, "Holy crap! They're going to nail this parlay in the first quarter." Right. The most thing you should be happy about is that Brees Hall had 22 touches. I love Brees. He's my guy. Let's go to Josh in Queens. Hey, Josh. Boys, Happy New Year. But I can tell you what what remains the same is the debauchery that is the Jets. Yes. I'm sipping on the eggnog, watching (laughs) this Jets team just lifeless suck and just suck my soul out of my body Mm. on Thursday night. While I'm, while I'm just there, uh, hoping that this team might show something to be like, you know, I hate the Browns. I really do. For some odd reason, what? I hate the Browns <laughs> ever since Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold mm. on a Thursday night. Yes, oh yeah, that was their first win in a million years. Right, right. He and came in because Tamar Taylor for was some the reason, And they right. did, they did this whole Bud Light, Bud Light promo and I was just so pissed and ticked off and Baker Mayfield had an amazing game and I was like damn it I hate the Browns. Yes it's funny it's funny Josh depending on your age you hate the Browns for different reasons if you're a little older it's the Mark Asano play when you're a little bit younger it's God, that Thursday night pissed me off the way they were celebrating the Browns first win it was Baker Mayfield's coming out party the other reason to dislike the Browns is they are us and when they are us as a playoff team and they are us, use Joe Flacco to spark them, and they are us, has a legitimate chance to go on a run and actually win a championship yeah, or when you have the shock be- the world. Especially when you have the best defense in football. Yeah, they are us. Right. And there's a jealousy factor when it's the they are us. See, the thing I'm going to run into, and we'll talk more about this come playoff time, is I like the Detroit Lions. I have no reason to dislike them. But the closer they get to a Super Bowl, the more jealous we're going to get. 
It's going to be, whoa, wait, the Lions may right. get to a Super the Bowl perpetually the bad Detroit Lions. Yeah. But the thing is with the Lions, you, you knew, I think the second year in, Dan Campbell's tenure, it was changing. Yeah. You just knew he was the right coach. You just feel it. And it's and they made moves that nobody really kind of thought was gonna gonna be great. Like why do you draft a running back in the first round? You don't need one. You got right. David Montgomery already. Like, why do you tra- you want Jared Goff? Right? But they've made these moves that fit exactly what they want to do. Mm. And so it, like you can tell they're smart. It's supposed to it's it's having a plan. They are a very well run right, right, organization. Right. I am jealous now of Dan Campbell. Now, now they, they are. are. Yeah, yeah. No, but, for a long time they weren't. Of course, but that's the jealousy. The jealousy is wait a second. Here's a franchise more incompetent than the New York Jets. They are. They were. They right. They were. Right. I guess that's the word that's so troubling. Right. They were. The Cleveland Browns, they were. Mm-hmm. But I think our last caller brings up a very good point, and we'll talk more about this as the week goes on because the Giants and Jets are playing games that mean nothing in terms of the standings. They only mean something in terms of draft picks. And you've got some fans that are going to root for, hey, I want to lose, I want the better draft pick. I get it. And then there's going to be some fans like our last caller who sits down on a Sunday afternoon where this is the final time they're going to get to watch their football team, and they just want to see them play well and win. And so when I sat down on Thursday night after Animal Kingdom, and I don't think it's as bad of a park as Sean described, Mm. in comparison, I wanted to win. I wanted to see them play well. First of all, I I apologize because this one kind of gets to me. How would you power rank the four Disney parks, Diki? Um... Epcot one? Epcot is definitely one. And definitely one. Is that a universal one? I I just think for nostalgia, Magic Kingdom. I'm very selfish when I go to (laughs) Disney because it's never about the adult. And at Epcot, you can indulge a little. Oh, no doubt. So (laughs) Epcot's one. Animal Kingdom. It's a great park. It's just not a park that Sean would, because it's for a more sophisticated person. And Sean is not. Not only that, it's just, it's not ride filled. And so it's kind of. Exactly. We get we get animal. Everybody can go to his. I just got a text message avatar, from. Right? I just got a text message from Bad Tiki. He knows why Sean doesn't like uh, yeah. animal because he looks like the hippos. He's jealous. <laughs> oink 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 oink. That is so mean, Bad Tiki. How do you get my number? Maybe through my wife. The last uh, the one with the movies, Hollywood Studios. That's dead last. I think everyone agrees on that. That's the worst uh, part. Yeah, of them all. no, it's got it. Come on, you'd rather go to Hollywood Studios than see another drift. Is so, that the one with the Soren thing? Y- no, Epcot's no. got Soren. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So Epcot definitely is one. Epcot is definitely one. Soaring. I think the other three are all like very, very close. Like mm-hmm. I, I was leaning. I disagree with you guys respectfully. I think I'd put the uh, Disney Studios too. Kingdom three, Animal four, but it's close. Come on, that's like saying you hate Fenway Park and I put Magic Kingdom one Why? or two. It's what? that that one is so for the kids. Hold on, there's nothing at it's Magic castle, Kingdom, but it's just it's that the castle. nostalgia. Yeah. Well, it's well they have the parade. It's walks a small there. Put it this way: we had such a good time at Disney that after we got back, my wife looks at me and says, "You know, my only regret is we didn't get any time for us. It was always about the kids, rightfully so." So I looked at her and I said, "You know what? I got an idea." And she said, "What do you got, honey?" I said, you know that week between the Super Bowl? What do you say me and you get on a plane? No driving this time. And we go down to Disney World and we spend two days just me and you. Get the in-laws, my in-laws, her in-laws, my parents, her parents. Watch the kids. And we go to Disney. I'm whipping one out. Mm. And she's like, that's a great idea. Are you going to stay in an Airbnb? No, no, I think we're going to Disney this time. Oh, you're going to Disney. Hey, kids deal. be damned. That's, we'll get the breakfast <laughs> right. So she's like, we're going to go to Epcot one day. What park do you want to do the other day? And I said other day we do epcot both days <laughs> like why the hell would we waste our time what are we gonna do at magic kingdom
Like if you're an adult, yeah. what the hell are you well, doing? Thing, Magic, Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom is for the kid. It's for the kid. No, hundred percent. Like you see every character there. Yes. You you can just randomly walk up to them, or at least unless there's, unless there's a line. But you know what I mean. You yeah. Can, it's for the kids. Hundred percent for the kids. No. Yes. You can be an adult and go on all the rides. Oh there. BS. Yeah, what do you mean? Oh BS. BS. I, my wife and I do it all the time. We don't have we don't have kids, so we like to go to. I okay. like to go to Disney. So she as doesn't. you and your wife, when you go to Disney. What yes. parks? What's your favorite park? Well, we go to Disneyland because my in-laws live out there, so we go to Disneyland. That but count. if we were to go to Disney, yeah. I'd go Epcot, I'd go Magic Kingdom, I'd go the uh, zoo, and then the fourth one is the Hollywood Studios. It the it's a zoo with an Avatar ride. <laughs> By the way, you got on Sean for hating it, and you ranked it fourth, dummy. Yeah, because so, because I don't hate it. I think it's like Tweedledee, Tweedledum. Like the other three parks okay, after Epcot, you got to you got to freshen up enough. that analogy. By the way, you don't like Tweedledee, Tweedledum. You, you just use it too much. Yeah, you're right. What yeah. should I use instead? Mm. Sean and Loogie. Tiki Ronde. <laughs> tiki Ronde. <laughs> ah, it's Tiki Ronde. But, but, but you can go to Disney without kids, and it's still funny. You can ride all the rides. There's tons of great yeah, rides. All there. I know is when we make our return visit to Disney World, one park. Whip out the jumbo pack. I don't know what you're implying. Pleasure one park. Epcot <laughs> Center. Unless, of course, the Nets are playing the Magic one of those two nights. Well, I um, looked at that schedule. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you I, did. I did. And? I didn't come up with anything. Uh, okay. I glanced at it. By the way, the way they're playing, they're going to have to start paying me to go to these games. They play tonight against the Pelicans, tomorrow against the Rockets. Tonight's game against the Pelicans right here on WFAN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.